Then I went into my first million dollar business, which is the skating shoes, which is Heelys. Yeah, Heelys. Okay, um, yeah. That day we called it Wheelies. Mm. So basically I had a technology with a button mm. and uh, I had nine shops. Wow. Yes, at the age of 16, hired all my friends. What? Okay, <laughs> we have to just pause. Where has this okay. business acumen and... So it's crazy because like basically uh, after working, after selling online... Yeah. I said I need to go work okay. so I can get more income to open my company. Right. So I worked as a lifeguard because I, I thought that see. was what teenagers do. <laughs> and uh, in the morning and at night, I was a cashier. Let's talk DXB. Real conversations by real people. Ibrahim. I am so excited to do this conversation with you. I have to give you some background about how we actually got here because I feel like God works in very mysterious ways. So I haven't been fortunate enough to watch uh, the Netflix series, which obviously you are one of the amazing casts in just because of work and being a mom and everything that comes with it. And I had family visiting. So my sister, who is a big fan of you and the show, I have not told her we're here today. I'm literally going to send her a picture after this and she'll faint. So she was here. I'd put my son to bed. Come downstairs. My mum and my sister are watching, by the way. My mum is engrossed in season two. So they've been watching from the UK. Cute. <laughs> I was like, okay, mum. And then, so I sit down. She's telling me about, you know, the cast, giving me an update about season one because they're watching season two. And then you come on a clip. So we're watching. I was like, he seems like a really genuine guy. Then I had a cousin visiting from the UK and she was like, we should go to Forever Rose, which is obviously Aww. your business. All of this. So Netflix, your company. And then four days later, your PR team just send me an email saying, oh, we've seen your platform. Let's talk DXB. It's very authentic. We'd love to have Ibrahim come and speak with you. This mm. is his background. Mm. Then I'm reading your background and I was like, whoa, what a journey. Like what a journey, which also explains your foundation of... I was like, yeah, we have to do this conversation. And here we are. Here we are. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It means a lot to me. So if we start from the beginning, because I think that's going to be so helpful for me to also learn a bit about you. And obviously I've done my research. So tell me more about your upbringing, where you were raised, what that journey looked like for you. So I came from a um, multicultural home. Mm. Okay. So my father is Kuwaiti. I was born in Kuwait. Okay. I left two weeks before the Gulf War. My oh, mom wow. took us and ran away to America. Oh my goodness! Um, for safety, yeah. Uh, because as you guys know, like uh, in when Iraq invaded Kuwait, mm. uh, they were taking a lot of American citizens yep. as hostages. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom, thankfully, like she took us out of Kuwait before that. Wow! You know, I don't know how she knew. Yeah. I think it's a sixth sense of a mother. Ooh, you know, like powerful. she felt something's going wrong, and she literally mm. just took. And my dad did not know we we're leaving. Like he just no ran way. away. Yeah. Mm. So after that, my father like tried to settle everything with his family and he came to join us okay. in America. Okay. And basically I was raised my whole life in America mm. and decided to move to Dubai in 2010 mm. uh, because I saw a success in the Middle East. And mm. I said, you know what, if my, um, uh, my Arabs are working hard to Whoa. create something that hasn't been created in the world, I want to be a part of it. Fantastic. And I was a little bit late. I should have came mm. earlier to Dubai, but okay. I was also very young. I was so going to say, what age? I yeah. was 20 years old when I came to oh, Dubai. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gosh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Still so, very young. So, yeah. And um, yeah, I've been there ever since. I love Dubai. Yeah. I love Middle East. Yeah. I love the GCC. Um, I believe we, we did so much and there's so much more we can mm -hmm. do. Um, and... For my business experience, mm. I've uh, started business at 14. 
Yeah, so I kind of like stumbled this. across of it because um, my parents, because of them being from two different cultures, yeah. two different uh, upbringing, my dad being from the East, and my mom being from the West, mm-hmm. they had a lot of conflict in uh, in their Within life. The so okay. we oh. did, uh, we did, we were raised in a house that mm. had a lot of fights and right. stuff. Okay. Um, my parents tried their best to keep the fights away from us, mm. but it's very difficult to not fight when you have a child in every room. Yeah, big family. It's a big family. Right? So yeah. it's like, where are you going to hide from them? They're everywhere, ears, and, and they're nosy, extra nosy. Yes, yes, um, So we've been through a lot. My mom's been through a lot. I've been through a lot. Mm. And, you know, the divorce, when my mom divorced, it was like, basically, I thought that my whole world came crashing. Must have been hard. What because age I was 14 years old. You were 14. Old. So mm. I was going through puberty. Mm. Um, that's a very sensitive age for yeah, teenagers. Correct. Uh, we kind of like, teenagers are like, kind of looking for security yes, at that time. yeah. And when the house comes to be broken, my mm. mom, she wants to leave. And she didn't only leave our villa, but she actually like left to go live in a studio without any without any furniture. She just literally was like... Probably as big as this room right here. Really? Me, my mom, and my little sister. My, my sister was seven years old. Wow. And um, I remember, like, I tried to tell my mom, like, why do you want to divorce my dad? I remember mm. it was one fine day that my mom came to me and she's like, I noticed that your voice has changed. Oh, right. And I'm divorcing your father. I said, what the hell does my voice have to do with divorcing my father? Man. She said, mm. you're, you're the youngest son. Mm. I promised myself that I will raise my children until my youngest son becomes a man. Oh, I see. I've waited for this time. I've planned for this she time. planned it. I planned it. And she said, I gave him an ultimative. I gave him a list of things that he needs to change with okay. himself for me to stay. He crumbled the paper and threw it at me. Yeah, okay. So I said, she said, it's time. I did, yeah. my, I did my best. I tried and, and I just can no longer live with him. Mm. so she didn't want the house she didn't want nothing she just left she just we left. went to, i remember taking my clothes and my computer that's all wow um i remember waking up in the morning mm. and i saw like my mom was a different person right and she was so happy, happy. and she was so relieved mm. and i looked at her and i was like mom we have nothing why are you happy <laughs> yeah, literally have nothing Peace. she says ibrahim i have everything mm-hmm. I says, what do you have? Mm. She said, I have you and I have a peace of mind Mind. and I feel free. Yeah. Yeah. I was a bird in a cage and now I'm free. Wow. It broke me inside. You know, I was only 14. I didn't understand what love was. I didn't understand what relationship was. I didn't understand anything. But a lot of you know that my mom was happy. And I said, you know what? As long as she's happy, I want to keep her happy. So she came to me. My mom, she's a bit religious. Mm. So she told me, Ibrahim, according to our religion, Mm. if you don't wear the clothes that you have for more than a year, Mm. like in one year, you don't wear any of it. Yeah. On day of judgment, it will be on your back mm. because people need that they which need you have, that, and you're yeah. hoarding it for no reason. Yeah. So I said, "Mama, some of the stuff are still new. I can't give it away like yeah. that." And she was <laughs> like, "Okay, whatever is new, just like use it or sell it." Yeah. So at that time, eBay just started. Mm. Okay, and I decided to put my ten dollar Levi's jeans on <laughs> eBay. Still had the tag on it. I love it. It was discounted from Marshalls yes. originally forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. And I remember selling it for nineteen ninety nine. And I told my mom, "Like, mom, I sold it for twenty bucks." She's like, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm like, you don't see? I bought it for 10, sold it for 20. She's like, Made so? Money. I was like, I bought it for 10, mm-hmm. I sold it for 20. I can go to the shop and yeah. buy another two more. And the 20 becomes 40, exactly. 40 becomes 80, 80 becomes 160. At the age of 14, 14. Ibrahim, you're thinking like this. So she's okay. like, so what do you want? I'm like, I want to ride to the shop to buy more. She was like, okay, let's get your sister and we go. I love you know? it. And that time we didn't have a car, so we took a bus. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I remember... At 14, making sure I hold my mom in my sister's yeah. hand. And, you know, we never, we never like been on a bus before, mm. like when we were with my dad. And to have to see like what people go through 
on a daily basis to just get from point A to point yeah. B yeah. and how difficult it is. Um, it was very sad, you know, and that's what always kept me humble that I always remember like the places that I came from, mm. the things that my parents went through. And especially my mom, I remember like one day she told, recently she told me this, I couldn't believe mm -hmm. it. Like, you know, after everything what God has given yeah. us and we start to remember like these things. My mom told me that at one point in Kuwait, she had only one pair of shoes. Wow. And that pair of shoes was like flapping. Right, yeah. And I was like, why didn't Baba what, buy you? Yeah. My dad always had money. She was like, anytime he would want to buy me something, I would say, get for the kids. Wow. So both of my parents have been so giving to us. Like even my dad, like... Before he buys himself a car, he makes sure that we all have, have new cars. Yeah. He buys everyone new cars and he gets himself a car. So I came from a very, 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 very good parents. Yeah, they were very tell. good to us. And yeah. I would never, I would never, ever, ever forget that. And that's why I'm so good to them because they give mm -hmm. us everything. Yeah. Especially my mom, she lost her entire family for us, you know? Yeah. Because my mom, she was a, an orphan. Her father died when she was two years old. Oh, right. And when she became Muslim at the age of 18, mm. her whole family were against her. They were against it. You know, and I, it hurts me because like if someone if someone becomes Muslim, people are against them. But yeah, if a if a if a teenager goes to like say satanic and mm. wants to believe in devil, it. and they're okay yeah. with it, yeah. I mean, this really person hard. is choosing a way of God yes. and, a, and a lifestyle. What is wrong with? Yes. I mean, let them to believe what they want to believe and exactly. respect them, and they don't change as a person because that's their belief, that's their opinion. That's and it's shaping values and morals in a healthy way as well. Absolutely. Like if it's going to make someone a better person. Absolutely. Yeah, so I started selling on eBay. And I was making so much money mm. and going to the post office back and forth. Yeah. My mom, at one point, anytime I would make any money, I just put it in her purse. And then at one point she's like, are you doing something illegal? You, I was about to say, your mom was like, and I was using, illegal? I was using her, I was using her email. I was actually, basically, yeah. I was, I was basically her. Her, yeah, got it. Because yeah. I use her ID, everything yes. to get on to, to. Because to, of your age. Yeah. Yeah. To AOL and all these websites and stuff to get like the things running. And basically I, I, I was her the whole time even when i opened a company i was still her because I, was, I opened my first company i was 16. so you're under age yeah yeah okay. then only when th until i was 18 then i you started to change, change things yeah. and then um i worked uh, selling on ebay i became uh, the first uh 1000 power sellers wow um basically i was doing the business of drop shipping yeah. what they're doing now yes. i did it 20 years ago yeah yeah got perfected it perfected it um then i went into my first million dollar business which is the skating shoes which is heelys yeah heelys okay um, yeah that day we called it wheelies mm. so basically i had a technology with a button mm. and uh, i had nine shops wow yes at the age of 16 hired all my friends what okay <laughs> we have to just pause where has this okay. business acumen and so it's crazy because like basically uh after working after selling online yeah I said I need to go work okay. so I can get more income to open my company. Right. So I worked as a lifeguard because I, I thought that see. was what teenagers do. <laughs> and uh, in the morning and at night I was a cashier. So right. while, I was, while I was a cashier at, the, at one business, I learned a lot. I learned um, because I was doing so well with like mm. selling there was a section in this in this department store yes. which was luggage. Okay. And I saw like the luggage was always thrown. Right. And yeah. I filled the luggage. Mm. And I showed the clients because we it was like a souvenir shop. Yeah. But it was it. a chain of souvenir yeah. shops. So I realized that that place was that section was neglected. neglected. And I I bring this like uh, um, uh, newspaper that instead of throwing it out, I recycled it and I put it inside the bag. So that way the client can see how big the bag is ah, to, before they buy it's it. Full. Yes, they yeah, can it's see how full. much it can fit in it. Yes. 
So I sold those. The sale of that department increased tremendously, which got the attention of the owners. Right. So the owner would call and say, why is this suddenly is this? a big, do we have like more people coming in from, you know, other countries or whatever? And the, the manager at that time, she was like, um, no, I, she said that she's changed the design and that, but then the, then the owner was like, well, you've been there for 10 years. It's What's been the happened? same. Yeah. Okay. So they made this a shop not, visit. Yeah. And at that time, how God works in mysterious mm. ways. I was on, see so our, our, our shop is like three floors, okay. but it, it's, it's three levels, but it's all open. So it's a three size, three levels, high ceiling. Yeah. Got it. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I was on a ladder, really long ladder. Yeah. I was trying to fix the um, uh, display. Okay. I was trying to like put more items from the luggage around the shop Around display. the shop so it could be visible. Yeah. yeah. So taking the luggage up there was risky. So I can fall down. I can, Whoa, yeah. I, I can break that my neck. High. I can break my neck. Yeah. So I risked and I didn't care. I said, I want to do, I, I don't like sitting and just getting orders. I like worker. doing things. I was, I was a leader at the mm. beginning. I wasn't a follower. So yes. I just go and I take charge. And do it. Yeah. So the owner came down and she said, she was such a beautiful lady. I will never forget. Her name is Azra Batla. Okay. So Azra told me, she's like, excuse me. I'm like, yeah. She's like, can you come down, please? <laughs> so I come down. She's like, what's your name? I said, mm. Ibrahim. Mm -hmm. She said, how old are you? I'm like 16. Mm. She was like, why are you up there? I said, because I'm putting display for that. Because um, since I've been here, no one cares about these things. And mm. I just want to make the best of it. She was like, do you know what you've did? Do you did this with the luggage? I said, mm. yeah, I filled it up because I just, it doesn't look nice. I don't like messy things. Yeah. I yeah. have OCD. Yes. <laughs> She's like, do you know that you've increased the sales of our luggage department by 20%? What? I was like, oh, sounds good. So you're going to give me a raise? Yeah. Do I get this? Problem? Yeah. She was like, no, I have something else for you. Come to my office. So the next day I okay. go to her office and the main, the main yes. place. And she told me, I want you to do what you did there for all the shops. Whoa. They had 20 shops. I said, okay, I don't mind. But obviously I'm using my car. So you have mm. to pay for my mileage. Yes. And um, I need a raise. Yeah. So she was like, at that time I was like getting $8. And then I think she mm. gave it, I don't like. 10 or 12. I can't remember what it was okay. exactly, but I still have the stubs. So I can yeah, look back you can and look check. Back. I, yeah. I saved my stubs to, to always make Remem sure, remember yourself. where I came from yeah, and show my kids like this was your dad's paycheck. Exactly. Yep. And, um, yeah. So from working with her, she was actually, she's the owner's wife. Right. She was responsible for buying swimwear and luggage. Got it. So she worked, I worked with her kind of like an assistant buyer. Amazing. So I was like, we're missing this, buy this. She introduced me to the LA market where people would buy, uh, you know, wholesale products. Yes. So I turned 16, I mean, I turned, before I turned 17, mm. I decided to, my dad told me, come yeah. work for our family business. Okay, yep. So I said, okay. So I, I told my dad, but I have a career going on. Yeah. He said, you tell her <laughs> that pay for my di for my diapers, then you can stay with her. I'm your father, you listen you to me. You have to listen, yeah. I mean. So I quit my job. Mm. She was crying. I remember when she was crying when I quit my job because Whoa. her husband walked in. Yeah. And her husband said, why are you crying? And she said, Ibrahim's quitting. She said, you have the right. Because everyone in the company knew what I did to the right, company. Right, okay, yeah? yes, yeah. So I went to go age. work for my dad. Mm. My brothers, because I'm the youngest boy, they okay. were like kind of like abusing me yeah. and making fun of me and, you know, just not listening not to me. Not listening like, to you. They have this thing in Arabic where they say that you haven't you haven't cracked out of the egg yet. Right, okay. It means you're still a child. You're still a child, yeah. So they didn't listen to me. Mm. I had so many ideas for them and it was constant fighting. But our neighbor had a shop there was our neighbor was a shop called journeys which is okay. a shop that sells all shoes right yep. the manager came to us and was like you know what there's a shoes that has skates on it and yeah. the mothers are fighting for it and there's no supply and it's like 89 dollars, and everyone mm. wants it and christmas is coming so i identified the opportunity yeah. at 16 and a half <laughs> Crazy. i took a flight the next day went to los angeles and i was looking for these shoes what I swear to god 
First time I traveled by myself. Okay. $300 flight. So I went to LA and I was looking for four hours. I found one kid actually using, using the shoes. Yeah. So in LA, there's a place called Downtown District, okay. which has all the wholesale. That's where like Forever 21 ah, I see. Uh, okay. got its uh, clothes from and everything. Yeah. So they have the white label. Yeah. So I basically, I saw the kid and I said, you know what? I asked him, where'd you get the shoes from? He gave me the, he showed me it's down this way to the left mm. or whatever. So that's my only lead in four hours. And I paid and I need to, I need to get these shoes to because I've already got in touch with actually the mall managements to get locations. Wow. But they didn't, I didn't tell but, them my yeah. age. I just yes. pretended I was, I was older. <laughs> So, yeah, so then I, I I spoke to him and I told uh, I told him, listen, I'll give you $20, take me there. Because in four hours, if you have one lead yeah. and it gets, yeah. you lose it, you, That's it. Yeah. you're done. So I said, I paid $20, yeah, exactly. you know, you buy peace of mind, he yep. takes you there. Correct. I went there, I met the lady and at that time, the shoes wasn't popular. Right. At okay. that time, it, yep. was, it, it got popular in Florida, uh. but it didn't reach to California. Okay. They had stock, but no one was buying it. But no one was buying because it. Because trends in America start from one state. This is yes. before social media. Got it. So people are not even seeing what's they, happening. People, see, yeah. people buy things from magazines. Yes, yeah. You know, so, so it takes different. time for prints and this. So it's usually like a six-month delay between mm. states for something to, yes. to spread. Yep. Because it starts with schools. So everyone in that school wants the shoe. Then the next school, the next school, and it, it goes. It goes. Yeah. 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 So then... Um, I I told the lady I want I want to buy all your stock. You were like gold to her then because she's yeah. probably like no she one's was like, even. But take yeah. it. She said nope. I sell it to you at cost price. Cost oh. price was like eight dollars. Okay, yeah, seven or eight dollars. Yeah, bought it. Took even some pairs with me because I literally had to open the shop as soon as I arrived. And you were saying in LA there was they was not LA where you home there was eighty nine dollars. Yeah, so the profit was like nine times. Crazy. Almost. Yeah, so nine hundred percent is good. What? So then um, I took them. And I had them in, in my in my luggage. I arrived to the mall. I had to open that same day. They gave me an RME, which is a kiosk. Wow, yeah. I just literally, I didn't put a display. I just put my shoes on the kiosk right that away. As soon as I put it, mothers start coming, lining up and buying. I made $6,000 that same day. Ibrahim. From taking that one 16, flight and the 16 risk? 16 and a half years old, making $6 with a, with open your eyes and close your eyes. And most of it was profit because I had no employees. You had no, me. yeah, exactly. And I was like, I'm on, I'm, I'm. I'm on gold right now. I'm this like, is crazy. I go to the mall management. I'm like, I want more locations. Yes. They're like, what are you talking about? You're 16, <laughs> You're 16 years old. What are you doing? I said, is, is my money any different? Anyone else's True. money? <laughs> I'm giving you money. I can pay. I can pay. Yeah. She said, okay, you have to open these locations. I said, okay, one condition. I'll open one every month. So one uh, would open it. the other one. Yes. Profit. Yeah. Train, yeah. And, and then, then just open. keep on going. I literally called all my friends. I'm like, Hey, what's your salary? She's like, uh, we get seven dollars an hour. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll give you ten. Come to me. So Amazing. I hired all my friends. So I would deliver them shoes in the morning, and at night I'll collect the money. I had so much money that I was putting them like in in shoe boxes, and I was telling my mom like, "Mom, be careful! Don't throw any shoe boxes out because a lot of money in them." <laughs> She's like, "What is my, my son was like, doing? What the hell? <laughs> Where is this money coming from?" My own dad didn't even know like how like like. You you just kind of maneuvered. No, well, I was visiting my dad every Saturday. Okay. And me and my sister. Yeah. Um, he had like visitation rights because we we're under eighteen. Yeah. Um, he was paying child support. Yeah. So we were, basically we'll go to him and I remember going to him once after I bought my first car. I bought mm. a BMW 745LI. What? At BMW 745LI with $20,000 $20, uh, rims. And I roll up and my dad's like, <laughs> 
tells my mom, he's like, where's this what's kid happening? getting money? Is he a drug dealer? Like, what's yeah. happening to your yeah. son? She's like, your son is so smart. You just yeah. need to know, you need to get to know him. You need to know him. Because my dad, in Arab mentality, you always listen to the oldest, oldest son. West African, hello. Yeah. The youngest, The youngest is a stupid, it. troublemaker. Just, yeah. He gets hit for just looking wrong. You have to just sit there and be quiet. Yeah, my dad yeah. used to, he hit me. <laughs> and if I didn't know why he hit me, he said, he you know. Or he might just hit you again. Yeah, yeah just, for, just for crying. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. You shut up. <laughs> oh, I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. You know, it. it it's all part of it. Like, look how yeah, I turned exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. not so bad, it's all right? part of the culture. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that's, you know, my dad was like shocked that I was, uh, that I was doing so well. Yeah. And yeah, then I decided, you know, I wanted more, more challenge. So I started working with corporate. So we did basically right. like a team of authorized dealership, which is like a Itisalat yes, or do. Yeah. You know, um, then I decided in 2010 to move to Dubai. Can I just, that, whoa, okay. That is crazy. So you've had that leadership entrepreneurial spirit yeah. for a long time as well. Yeah. So with this money, other than keeping it in shoe boxes, what were you doing? No, with- I would I would keep it in shoe boxes until I had time to go I to do, the bank. And then, yeah. <laughs> Dodgy. Like, Dodgy. Yeah. That's how much like I didn't really like I wasn't scared of someone robbing me or whatever. I didn't think about it. I was, yeah, just, I was a kid. At that I was age. a kid. No, the innocence as well. Absolutely. And I think the bravery Absolutely. to just do what you were doing. But I guess that also helped you to support your mom in yeah, some ways. I, I, took my, I made like? my mom like my mom, you know, I, I made sure she was okay. Mm. My mom got remarried, so yeah. I went back to my dad. Okay. At the age of seventeen. Okay. And um, how was that transition? It was broke. It was I was a bit sad hard, because yeah? I, I missed my mom. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I chose her, but then she chose to get married. Mm, it's hard. So it's like, I was like, kind of like thrown, Yeah, you know, but yeah. I, I learned to understand people mm. that people, she's been married for so many years. She was married for 24 years mm. and to be divorced and to be alone. is not easy. It's not easy. So she has the right to be happy as yeah. well. That's good um, understanding. And, yeah. and it came and it happened and I never. Yeah. hold a grudge against her for mm, it. Yeah. I know when she thinks about it or when she hears, she also feels sad because she also felt that she neglected me. Mm. Um, but I was an adult. I was 16 yeah. years old. I was an adult. You're old enough to understand yeah. that yeah, process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. So went back to my dad. My dad, he wanted me to learn Arabic. So he, okay. bring, he buys a satellite. Oh yeah, the satellite dishes. Yeah, yeah. he bought okay. a satellite so we get Arabic channels. And yeah. I tried to cheat by going to Dubai One because there's only one with American movies. Yes. <laughs> but I would watch the commercials and I would see... Um, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin mm. Rashid Al Maktoum going to like events like uh, Global Village yeah. and going to like at uh, that time was Deer City Center they had Mudhish yes, World yeah. and I was like wait like this ruler is like with his people and he's like he doesn't have to be and he's he's the only ruler from the Middle East that I actually saw was actually like you know working yeah, hard and yeah. I asked my dad I'm like dad who's this guy and my dad was like telling me the story about mm-hmm. Dubai and UAE and he's like oh you know my dad used to study used to teach here mm. in at that time was the Sharjah airport. Okay. He used to teach uh, hospitality to right. um, Emiratis. Ah, because okay. in Kuwait, like it was more advanced when it comes to education. Yes, I've so, heard that. The education was yeah. really good. So my yeah. dad was like a professor. He's like teaching. Yeah. So he's like, explaining what's the UAE and stuff. And I told him like, I really want to start something there. And mm. he was like, yeah, it might be a good idea. So I packed my bags and I came to Dubai. Wow. Yeah. And then after that, I bring my mom and my dad. So they slowly came I bring them you. all, I convince them all to come here because I believe like life without family is no life. No. You know? Yeah. We're yeah. very family oriented. We rather tell. go to the movies with my family than go with a friend. Yeah. Because I know like friends who are there, but they're always going to be there. And it's different as well. Yeah. It's not the same. And also yeah. when you spend time with family, it's like putting money in the bank. Correct. Those are memories that you're never going to forget. Correct. Yeah. But when you spend time with a friend, at any time if that friend does you wrong, you lost all those memories as well. 
Which can happen often. It can happen very often. People are people, and right? Yeah, often, they, you know? yeah. Unfortunately, they change, and they they sometimes, you know, we have this thing in our religion where we say also that when you live with someone for forty days, you become them. Mm. So if your friend gets married to someone that's like completely different than, than what she is, into, they move yeah. into that and then you kind yeah. of lose them. Lose and that's them. always what happens. Yeah, it's true. Is if the if the personality is weak, they end mm. up taking the other person's personality. You're right. You yeah. Know? That's the topic I want to do. So many people are talking about friendships in Dubai. Like you either have you have a very good friend. I've been have a bestie. You have, have a business bestie together. And you're, yeah, We're gonna, winning together. We make I money together. I'm definitely going to go and visit it. It looks like come. such a it great such a trend. space. It's such I love it. Yeah. You guys did really well with that. But you're lucky to have that because not everyone gets that. Obviously, there's a lot of, I'm an expat. I've been mm. in Dubai for 10 years. I don't have, I was married. I got divorced. So I'm here with my son, Zane, very much kind of building my new story. And Norma, I have one cousin here. Thank God she can't leave. But we grew up together. She's like a sister. Like Beautiful. African culture, it's like sisters, basically. Yeah. But friendships as well. Yeah. It's D- very tough. Dubai, Dubai attracts a different type of person. I feel like it, right? Dubai attracts two people. Yeah. Attracts, uh, it, Dubai attracts... Um, Hungry. Quite selfish as well. Yes, and mm. very successful people. Yeah. So that successful people means that they've they want to challenge that their country no longer is challenging yes. for them. Yeah. Me, the US was no longer challenging. Yeah. Any business I opened would succeed. And I knew coming to Dubai, I'm gonna deal with sharks. Yeah. I knew that was gonna be competitive. I knew Arabs were very yes. much into business yes. because yes. business is a part of our like our blessing, like Correct. as a family. And every family has a business, business. you know, one norm. way or the other. Even yep. though if they're working, they have a business, Correct. you know? Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I want to play with the big dogs. I want to play with Took the big, you? I want to I want to compete. Challenge. I want challenge. Yeah. America was getting no challenge. So I realized that in Dubai, you have these people who are here for an opportunity, but they want an opportunity unethically. Uneth- yeah. And the amazing thing about Dubai is that because of the country has very strict laws, mm-hmm. it filters for these people. Correct. So you think you're going to come and you're going to work and then get a loan and not pay it and then run away. You're stupid. Because, <laughs> yeah, because what's going to happen is if you get banned from the country, and when this country is hosting so many events and so many things, you're, you're ruining out. your life. Your business, imagine, everything, your reputation. You, if, yeah, if you do that, and then you run back to the uh, to the UK, yeah. for example. You stole, let's say, 200,000 dirhams or 100,000 dirhams, yeah? And you're working for a job, right? And your job says, well, you know what? There's a exhibition in Dubai and you have to yeah. go. Now you can't go. Why? Because you ran away, you, you ran away, and you owe the company country money. So eventually, it's gonna it's it gonna come up to you. So many people have did this, and I think one thing that I resonated when you were talking as well is your reputation. West African culture, we're very big on reputation. Mm. Like your reputation precedes you. Mm. So you know, my parents always raised me like if you think about if you're not in a room. And what would someone say about you? Have you lived right? Have you treated people well? Have you been fair in what you do? So I, that's always sat with me in everything I do. But I feel like that is an important factor. See, a very, a very important thing to realize when you speak about Middle East is in the Middle East, you are guilty until mm. proven innocent yeah. in every situation. Mm. So when you have a friend or you have a job, you're, you're, you're nobody until yeah. you prove who you are. Yeah. Okay. As of in America, you're innocent until proven until guilty. Proven gu- yeah. So in America, you have more opportunity to start something here. Mm. They're not going to trust you. You have to take time. But yeah. once they trust you, it's good. Yeah. Okay. Also, the thing about Middle East is that we have something here called Rahma. Mm. Rahma means a pardon. A pardon, yeah. So if God forbid you got in trouble some way or other, they can pardon you. Mm. But in the in the in Europe and in America, you're done. That's you can it. you can go for twenty years in jail just by making one little mistake by Correct. your brain not working properly and you yes. dis, you ran someone over or something, you're done. It's finished. Yeah. You know, and it's hard living under that 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 yeah. that constant fear. It's fear. Yeah. And that's what I love about this Middle East is that you have this 
thing where if you haven't did something from before, it's the first time you did that, mm. that crime, they pardon you. Yeah. You feel safe. You, you feel, feel safe. relaxed. Yeah. You don't feel like you can be ruined at any time. Correct. You yeah. know, besides the safety and the, of, of what, the safety and security mm. we have in the country, so many things mm. that... I can no longer live. I don't think I can live anywhere else besides you. Yeah. It's impossible. It's hard, right? It's very yes, hard yeah. because the standard is so high. Yes. Even I would go back to America for a vac- I love America. I love the vibes. But I go back for a visit and I'm like, I can't stay here no longer. Back. Yeah. You know, the bathrooms. <laughs> the bath. The bathroom, public bathrooms. I cannot use them there. In Dubai, I, I look forward to going to the Bay Mall bathroom. <sighs> public transport. Exactly. Like, just everything. Like everything. Yeah. So it's um yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a it's a big honor to be in Dubai, to be part of Dubai. Yeah, it really is. To have businesses in yes, Dubai. Correct. You know? Yeah, yeah. To be married. My wife is from the UAE. Oh fantastic. You know? Oh so. yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. So that transition then was a great move for you and your family actually. Yes, like you yeah. kind of were My mom able feels to happy, build. she's safe, yeah. she feels uh, um you know, in the right place, yes, I would say. Yeah. So when you came, you obviously you continued your entre- entrepreneurial uh, kind of nature yeah. of you. Mm-hmm. You built your businesses, Forever Rose, beautiful. We built, I built a, a, another brand that was like, it's, it started here, which is like a hair care brand. Okay, okay. And then I started my own my own hair care brand, which is called Juicy. Yeah. Oh, and I then, yeah. yeah, then I started um, Big Smoke Burger, which is a Canadian yes, franchise. Yep. The Chicory, another Canadian franchise. And we have Nablus, our own Mediterranean right, franchise. okay. And then we have uh, Forever Rose, yeah. London, which is a flower shop, yeah. and Forever Rose Cafe. So we're about 17 companies, Fantastic. 350 employees. Um, we all work really hard. Mm. The F&B part is handled by my brother, which okay. is uh, the, the franchises. Yeah. Uh, Forever Rose is my own is my yeah. own baby. I handle nice. it by myself. No one can touch it. It's my <laughs> it's baby. Mine. <laughs> all mine. And that's why I was promoted because it's something that I built yeah, and yeah. I love it so yes. much and it's so close to my heart. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And then in terms of business mm. how do we get into netflix dubai bling then oh what God. does that this journey is, look this like this was so strange so basically i grew up watching reality tv okay yeah i always looked at reality TV as being reality trash yeah okay i said i would never <laughs> catch myself being an idiot on a reality I'm tv never show do- <laughs> i'm never gonna do it we were watching that time we're watching big brother mm, in america oh it was gosh, big brother yeah and it was like it was so cringe. It was so stupid. It was so cheap. But we watched. But we watched. Yeah, we like love I, wa- I was obsessed with Big Brother. Yeah. yeah, we watched, and then it was like there was other one like House. Um, what they call real it? Real Housewives? Not Real Housewives. No, that wouldn't be. It was. It was another house that people were there, and it was like they would they would get together and oh, stuff like okay. that. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, and then it was on, it was on MTV. These oh, were many years I know ago. The, yes, yeah, I yeah. know the one you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a blue team or red team. Yes, I can't remember. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So basically, uh, that's the first phase of reality TV, which is they put the cameras in a house and then you forget the cameras are there and, and you, just, you show your true colors. Yeah. Second phase of reality is Kim Kardashian, mm. which is the cameras follow you for the drama. Yes. And the third part of reality is now, which is the Bay Bling, which is yeah. they create scenes based on our life. Like yeah. I have a wedding, they're going to go like this. Yeah. So they contacted me. I was I was recruited through my friend, which is Nina Ali. She's on Real Housewives. Oh. Yes, yeah. They contacted her and they told her, we need... So before she was on Real Housewives, she was actually casted for Dubai Blink. Right, okay. So she, they asked her, we need a businessman for the show. Right. She said, honestly, the only businessman that I can that can I can vouch for is Ibrahim mm-hmm. and my husband. Right. Her husband. Yeah. And uh, so they contacted me mm. and they told me we have a show about successful businessmen. Right, okay. I said, hmm. if it's a show about successful businessmen, yeah. I can... 
I have a lot to say. I have a lot for people to, to learn. Yeah. I can teach so many things. So I said, if the world can see the way I am, mm. maybe they can. I can make any change yeah. in the world. I'll do it. Yeah. Signed the agreement. Agreement at that time was the contract was under Dubai Life. So I'm like, okay, ah. well, Dubai Life is successful. So I said, okay. Yes. Yeah. Bought a film. Come to find out, it's Dubai Blink. <laughs> So no one knew Dubai Bling back no then because knew. it was it, it was just created. Yeah, correct. Yes. But we compared Dubai Bling to Bling Empire. Oh. Then we understood how they casted us. Got it. And what was it about? Yes. And that it was like basically these rich people yeah. showing how they live. Yeah. Which is not me. Yeah. I'm not a type of person to flash brands. Yes. That. When I go buy something, like for example, I bought this uh, uh, this this necktie. Yep. I don't buy it because it says on it gucci it, like what the, yes. it is gucci but you can't but yeah. i don't want it to look like gucci yes, i don't wear yeah. the logos i don't i usually don't i probably have like one gucci logo belt which i barely wear but this is what took me back to the show because yeah. when i was sitting there i was like this guy just seems very humble and dubai bling you just think very flashy yeah. quite you know not to judge pretentious i was just so surprised how like just down I to just, earth you were i'm a human yeah you know, yeah. I'm a human. Mm. I have a feeling, yeah. you know, I go to the bathroom like everyone else yeah. did. You saw me, I went to the bathroom earlier, yes. you know. <laughs> so, um, and I, I, I just don't like to fabricate things, yeah. you know. I like to be natural and I never forget where I came mm. from. I never forget how hard it took for me to to build things. And I just don't think it's really necessary to flash things yeah. in front of people's faces. Correct. Yeah. I know life is difficult, you know. And I had remember one person told me like, well, why do you take a picture of everything you eat? We are living in a society where social media is very important, especially for businesses. My bus Forever Rose would not be where it is today unless yeah, people took pictures yeah, of the food. exactly, correct. So if people are coming to my cafe, taking pictures of the food yeah. and making my cafe popular, why can't I do you it for other businesses? Doing, yeah, of course. I believe that is in life is what you give is what you get. 100%. So if I expect people to come and eat and take pictures of yes. my cafe, I'm going to go and eat at every everyone's cafe and do the same i like i don't like it, i'm yes. gonna promote yeah correct. i don't care why because this is a business and mm. this is people are living off yeah. this and this is how society is now being yes. run yeah and basically it's great why because before we were always relying on mcdonald's <laughs> for fast food yes so right now there's so many options so many why options. because social media made it available for everyone to open a business correct before Correct. it was only by the rich and famous yes. that can have businesses. Now yep. anyone, you have an additional amount of money, you can open a business. Correct. Yeah? Yes. yeah. Because your marketing is very easy. You can yeah. have your friends help you marketing. Yeah. Before, in order for you to market a business, you need to put it on TV. You need to put, put it on, on TV. TV. You need millions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or radio ads, which exactly. cost so much. Yeah, That's exactly. why when we go out right, right now, if we took pictures of the street and see all, all the shops that are on the street, we're going to see a lot of new names that we haven't Correct. seen before. Before yeah. it was like... KFC, McDonald's, KFC, McDonald's, yeah. KFC, McDonald's, Starbucks. It's changed. Now there's like hundreds of cafes. Yeah. Why? Because of social media. Correct. So shut up. It's so important. Someone it's tells so me, important. I take a picture of what I eat, shut up, mind your own business. Yeah, but this is the way, and this is how business is done as well. We rely on that type yeah. of marketing. But then again, you can't, you can't finish from the trolls. Trolls mm. are always going to look for any situation to talk, to comment You on. have to know to just block it out because I feel Absolutely. like that would just absorb I have energy. a video I just put about my business, about my besties cafe, okay. right? Yeah. It got two, now it's almost 3 million views on TikTok yeah. and about a million in, in Instagram. And I read, there's like, in TikTok, like 4,000 comments. Mm. And just because the video was taken from the backside, yeah. they're like, uh, they said, are you selling coffee or are you selling cakes? What? I'm like, why are you guys going to focus oh, on... Oh, come like, on. Like, obviously, I have a butt. Like, what do you think? Like, I'm going to have a, a... But is that a thing where someone would comment on Imagine. it? Imagine. No, and it's like, you know, and when someone starts and they all start oh, on it. And it's just it like, just... that wasn't my intention. They're like, oh, well, you put on a thumbnail. No, the thumb... I did not put a thumbnail. 
because if you look, go to the photo, yeah. you see that the beginning of the is, of them is the camera being behind me, and I'm taking the the thing. Like you're holding. My the, intention, yeah. my intention of that video was to show that even though I'm an owner, it's no shame of working mm. in my cafe. Yeah. So my so my employees feel like they're also like yes. with me, and yes. I was wearing their uniform. It's team you know? effort. Yeah. I had a clean intention. People were like, oh no, you're just trying to show off your butt. What, what? am I supposed to do with my butt? <laughs> Where I buy it? What I do with it? I think it's the best thing. I'm learning this as well. Like obviously the let's talk, I've always done content creation. I'm in the legal industry. So it's been quite corporate right. as well. And everyone was like, I'm quite a private person. I love people. I love this. Like I love learning from people. Mm. But I think as soon as you expose yourself a mm. bit more, you have to be prepared to learn to ignore. Yeah, ignore. And just do but it's like, I'm, I'm used to it. Cause even like, for example, if I take a picture in the mirror and I'm not wearing a shirt, right? Yeah. Oh, why are you taking a picture? Aren't you married? What is wrong? If I, take men a, can if I take a shirt, if I take a picture not wearing a shirt, I'm proud of my six pack that, that I've worked busted hard my on. butt on. If you choose to have your mm. food and you choose food over the way you look, that's your problem. Yes, Don't yeah. come attack me because I look good and you can't. And you're working hard too. I'm not going to come after you and make fun of your belly. Yeah. I'm not going to body shame yes, you. But don't yeah. come and tell me when I'm doing what I want to do or what makes, what makes me proud of yeah, something I've accomplished. Right I'm not trying to attract you. Yes. But that's the way they think. It's like mindset. They, their mindset is like they only can think negative. And that's mm. why in, in, we have to give each other benefit of the doubt. Correct. You know, we call Correct. it Arabic Hassan Yes. It's very yeah. important. Yeah. Because when we give people the benefit of the doubt, we relax. So yeah. every troll who trolls me, I give them the benefit of the doubt. You know what I say? What they weren't raised say? right. <laughs> the parents' fault. Parents' fault. <laughs> it's not their fault. No one taught them right from wrong. So then you forgive them. Yeah, then you allow like, them. They, do, then you're they not didn't mad know any better. So you're yeah. not mad about it. You're like, oh, this person's not raised. What the best you, energy. What do you expect? You have to. I think also it's a good energy to have in business anyway. Like I feel like, because in business you deal with so many different personalities. You don't know who you're going to come business, up against. Business, I'm telling you, business can make you and break you. Yeah. If you I don't know imagine. how to control it, yeah. you can't. So I always define world into two people. Mm. A leader and a follower. Mm. That's one. When it yeah. comes to choosing a, a direction, a leader is ready to lead a team and a follower just does wants his salary to be safe. Okay. A leader can be a follower. A follower cannot be a leader. Mm. Trust me. Yeah. Cannot succeed. Yes. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Also, life is in another two people. Mm -hmm. A villain and a hero. Ooh, always. Yeah. A villain has been broken mm. and he wants to break other, other people, people to make him feel better. Yes. And a hero has been broken and he wants no one to be broken Correct. to go what he's been through. Yes. So when you start to think about this person, you look at a person in front of mm. you, you know that person, you say this to yourself, is that person a leader or a follower? Mm. You make your decision. Okay. Then you say to yourself, is that person a hero or a villain? Mm. Then you pass your decision. Being a villain is very toxic. Yeah. Why? Because you're giving off toxic energy and you're getting toxic energy. Yep. Being a hero is you're giving off positive energy. Yeah. And yeah. positive energy comes back to you. Correct. It makes I'm you proud of being either. a hero. Yeah. Your fans Correct. are cheering you on. Yes. But with being a villain, you're constantly being targeted mm. because you're constantly attacking people Correct. when you should be uplifting yeah. them. And you're you're creating that energy around Absolutely. you as well. Posit That's why we always say winners win and losers lose. Yeah. Rich get richer and yeah. poor get poorer. Correct. Because when you succeed in something that you do, and you want to succeed more. You mm. raise the benchmark. You constantly want to improve yourself. Yeah. When you fail, you're demotivated. You're tired. Yeah. It only gets worse. It keeps yeah. going down. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that if you're failing, you cannot go up. It's just yeah. your mindset. You have to put a winner mindset. So important. And you cannot just think about money yeah. and think about materialistic things. You have to think about success yes. and monies will follow afterwards. Yes, correct. Yeah. So for me, I never cared about the money. I was mm. like, let me make sure my customer is happy. Yeah. 
he give me whatever he gives me mm -hmm. and that's it. But then I made return customers. I built a reputation. People yeah. trust me. People love me. Yeah. Now I have a new business, which is uh, for rejuvenation. It's a basically ah. a business that revolves around healthcare. Oh, fantastic. And it's a supplement that literally makes you 10 years younger. It's called NMN. Uh, where do I buy this? Yeah. So <laughs> basically, I'm the first person to import it into UAE. Amazing. The doctor who approved the NMN actually was our first customer. Oh, oh Basically, wow. it is a precursor of NAD. NAD is the only molecule mm. that has been proven to, to do anti-aging right. inside your body. Okay. Basically, what NAD does is it fixes damaged cells, mm. damaged DNA cells in your body that causes aging. Right. So NAD, the molecule is too big for your body to process. So it also puts your body through a little bit of stress. That's okay. what you use as IV drips. Ah, IV drips, yeah. But with this, this is a pill. It's an NMN, which mm. is a precursor of NAD. So basically what it does is it activates the natural NAD in your body. I love it. 99.9% .9 natural. There's a proof really? and pictures that people, some men who's taken NMN has reversed their color of their hair. So if they if they got gray hair, they came black no. again. Because it literally it literally reduces your uh age to about ten years younger. What? Yeah. And ninety nine percent natural. And basically it's enzymes extracted from superfoods like kale oh, and I broccoli. Because there's always something Yeah. Mm. And they ask like why why does why don't we just eat it from yeah. kale and broccoli? Well, in order to get that much amount of it, you need 45 kg of broccoli. Good uh, luck eating no that. No one's going to do that. <laughs> so basically, yeah. they, put the, 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 they take the broccoli, they take the kale, they, they put the enzymes and they take the beneficial part and they Got put it in a capsule it. and you eat it. That's why it's 90% natural. And what proves, what proves that study, what proves that NMN study is that basically, I told you, Islam is a religion mm -hmm. and a lifestyle. It's mm -hmm. not just a religion, so we can learn from yes, it. Yes, correct. So it being a lifestyle, God said to us, that I have given you a cure for every disease yeah. except death. Yes, yes. So that means that the cure is out there. We just have to we find it. We just have it. to find it. We have to look for yeah. it. So it, it it activated this like entrepreneurial spirit Amazing. in me from God. Like yes. go find this Let's cure. Let's go find it. Yeah. So I want to go like to the Amazon and yeah. find different plants <laughs> and discover. And I can only do that with a biologist because I don't have time to go study yes, biology correct. or my yeah. our, our chemistry. So what my business partner in this rejuvemenow.com is a biologist. Oh, so wow. I tell him about things and he tells me about things and we're creating more brands. Good. We're actually, we're doing NMN also for animals. I love it. Yeah. So because is it, has it launched or? It's launched. It's just launched literally last week. Okay. So, so basically what you're going to experience in the first two weeks is yeah. a very deep sleep. That's when your body is actually but being. It's actually resting. And it's actually, that's when your your body starts to fix the repair, uh, the damaged cells mm, for okay. two weeks. Yeah. You're going to have okay. it. After that two weeks, you're going to feel a bit more energy. Yeah. You're going to feel energy. You're going to feel, if you would normally have to have a nap during the day, you're not going to feel that. If you if you want to go to the gym, you're going to be able to lift a little bit more weight. Yeah. It literally slowly, slowly builds your body back to what it used to be 10 years prior. I love this. Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking out for this for sure. Because Rejuvemenow.com. Rejuvemenow.com. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 wow. I'm loving this new part of me because... I'm healthy and I like to show people health. Yeah. And we're going to build more more things to this brand as well. And for me, I kind of like in the future want to get away from micromanaging my businesses yeah, because it. it's making me stressful. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, you it's have a lot, lot to handle. Yeah. It's too much. And if something bothers you, like I get bothered when employees leave me because I love them so mm, yeah, much. It's hard. like a, it scars my heart. Mm -hmm. So if something scars you, you need to get away from it. Yeah. Because... It, People need to do what they love. I yeah. love business, but I don't like that part. Yeah, yeah. So I rather just do in manufacturing products and yeah, creativity nice. and distribution yeah. rather than actually micromanaging. So it's building the business where you can step away a bit and then just focus on. Yeah, and yeah, I, I want to retire when I'm 40. Oh, the yeah. dream. Yeah. The dream. Ibrahim, wow. <laughs> I need we, we, have it went into, we have it went into details. Yeah, like this isn't details.
details, yeah. like and new pieces. But this has been amazing. Your journey, yeah, I very encouraging. I you need to write a book. And I just love your energy, like just Thank a nat, like very down to earth, very chill, you. very. You human know the guy. this one lady from from the Dubai Blink, uh, one of my content, the yeah. one who does my content and texts me. She said to me in Arabic. Mm. That means the one who does not know you mm. um, is ignorant towards you. Right. Okay. So it's hard to explain it. It's hard to say it in English. Yeah, but what she it. meant is you, you don't judge a book by its yeah. cover. And people tend to judge, yeah. right? People yeah. judge me very quickly, especially by my Instagram. Yeah. And they don't know that what type of person I am. Correct. Yeah. Even on Dubai Bling, people look think of me as the villain. Really? Some see people look at things in different ways. Hmm. If you're a person who don't have a very, if you if you're a person who's not very close to your mother, okay, I'm not gonna re be relatable to you. No. So people, everyone who doesn't have a relationship with their mother hates me. They're like, this is a mama's boy. But when the people who do have a relationship with their mother, they're like, this guy is me. I think it's beautiful. I love my mom. Yeah. And some of them who missed their moms who's passed away. Yes. They appreciate me for yeah. being close to my mom and be, making her to be a part of everything that I do. Yeah. And. It's it's basically people love you based on being relatable to you. Yeah. True. Understanding yeah. you. So I know I have lovers and I have haters and I have fans. But for me, I don't hate anyone. Mm, Even if someone hates me, I don't heart. hate them. Yeah. Right? Because if they hated me, it's because they don't know me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes they're relaying their own trauma. Maybe they so had true. a traumatic maybe they upbringing had, with they their had, mother. and No, maybe they had someone in their life that was like my personality that they that did them wrong wrong yeah so they categorize me as that same person yeah yeah you know but it's good that you have that understanding because i from what i hear from a lot of people that have a big following and profile it can literally destroy them like their confidence like the stress levels i i feel like the way you've categorized people personalities probably helps you daily to absolutely manage. giving giving people benefit of doubt is yeah. very important yeah. understanding why are they the way they are yeah. and if someone like for example i could easily delete bad comments yeah i have hundreds of good comments why should i focus on the bad yeah, ones yeah, yeah. plus the bad ones if someone said something wrong it's mm. on them it's true i'm not gonna clean up their yeah, mess it's true they're messy yeah. you're gonna see my 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 followers and my fans are gonna come defend me i'm not even have to defend you don't even myself need to speak. exactly <laughs> i'm need. i need to focus on answering the people who actually have something Correct. nice to say yeah i cannot focus on your shady behavior mm. because you're shady yeah it's a waste of your time waste I mean, of my waste time of waste, of, waste of my energy god's designed you for a purpose and a Absolutely. mission and that's what you have and to i feel bad on. for people who cannot handle that mm. and i always want to be there i love doing speeches in schools mm. to teach the yeah, kids so about uh, uh, bullying and how to deal with bullies correct because i didn't know how to deal with bullies when yeah. i was younger yeah. you know they Same. did affect me to, to an extent mm. but i realized that if i'm not stronger then they're going to win and yes. i don't want them to win correct. i'm very competitive yes correct yeah you know yeah so in order for you to win, I had to win because I had to take care of my parents. Yeah. I had to take care of my mom. If I didn't win, then she's going to be in trouble. So I looked at her as a motivation. I love it. So when you have things in life to motivate you, focus on it. Yeah, this is and me. Yeah. think about how important it is, mm. how important it is for you to take care of them, yeah. how much they need you. Yeah. And don't let them down. Oh, you're literally speaking to me. Yeah, this is like resonating so much. I have a three and a half year old son. I'm a single mom, obviously, very much doing it by and myself. You want the best in for him. You want, to be, want, more, you want him to be more successful than me. Way you. more successful than me. And he watches kids. They, he's seeing Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Three year old. So, yeah. Everyone was like, how do you have time to do it? You never sleep. I was like, because I have a three and a half year old boy watching yeah. me. So yeah. I completely get it. Thank you so much for Thank your time. You. You for I'm going to watch me. this like over and over and over because there's so many lessons that I've taken away from it. I think a lot of people will. Whenever I speak in any podcast, I always make sure that I need to deliver 
the best message um, mm. that I can because yeah. in all actuality, we don't know what people are going through. Yes. Someone could be going through a sickness, yep. through divorce, yep. they could be at the edge. And I always tell them that, I look them in the eye and I tell them, God will never give you anything that you cannot handle. Everything can be handled. You just have to take care of it. And I remember a teacher when I was in school, elementary school, mm -hmm. I was very frustrated and I had too many problems. Mm -hmm. She looked me in the eyes and she held my hand. You know those teachers who make yeah, a difference? Yes. She says, Ibrahim, look at life as little problems that you can handle and not one big problem that you cannot handle. Mm -hmm. Life is a journey and not a destination. Yeah. Be happy today because you never get today back. So these are very, very important very words, important. you know, and um, and I, I lived by it. And everything else is what my dad taught me about our religion, like even giving people excuses. Yeah. Give, your, give your fellow brother and sister seven That's excuses good. before you accuse them. Yeah. And what that does to you is like, let's say if I was on the way here mm. and someone cuts me off. Mm -hmm. Now, if that person cut me off, I'm going to go back and to road rage with him. Yeah. I'm going to arrive here upset. Yeah. So what do I do? I say, no, he cut me off. Maybe he's on the way to the hospital. Yes. Maybe his wife is giving birth in the car. Yeah. Maybe he had a bad day. Maybe he didn't see me. On the third or fourth excuse, I've already, I've already forgiven them. You've calmed as well. Like if you I've would get, calmed. yeah, exactly. So our calm and our well-being, mm -hmm. it's for us, not for them. Yes. Even if he was did it on purpose, mm -hmm. I'm never going to see that person again. Yeah. It's not like I need to put him in this place so he doesn't do it to me. Yeah, again. correct. So there's a difference between if someone's bothering you at work mm. and you keep giving him passes... Yeah. And they keep doing it yes. versus someone that you're never going to see again. Correct. So that person, you can take them to the side and say, listen, um, we're working together. We have to deal with each other every day. Can we fix Let's this? Let's address this. Yeah, can we important. fix this? Yeah. I promise you, I will do whatever I can. If you come one way, I'll come yes, another way. Correct. And then that will finish it rather than you like giving dirty looks and making things the sick energy. every day and getting oh. worse and worse and him talking about you and this talking. No, one to one, no one around yes. you. Talk to you. What is your problem with yes. me? Do you want me to leave the mm. job? If it's that bad, I will leave. Or oh, you want my job. There's you want so many different dynamics. You have you to need. talk about it. Tell yeah. me what you need because yep. I don't want this bad energy. Yes. Yeah. I don't want it. Mm. We can work together or we can go our separate ways. I love that. Don't look at me. Don't look at you. Yeah. But can we at least resolve this I as adults? That. So fixing these problems is a lot better because it, it, the more it gets worse, it's like a cancer. Oh my gosh. You don't cure it, it's going to kill you. It's, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it, it, it affects other people yes. and it affects the production of the job. Your and family, so many your household. Yeah. It, yeah, it feeds into so many things. So all things. my friends call me when they need advice. <laughs> like, Abraham, so this I happened today. I give all advice. The only <laughs> advice that I can't give is love because I always have issues with love. Oh, but we're all figuring it out. Human beings always have issues with love. We're all figuring I, it out. I, every time I think I know a woman, I, I get wrong. I don't know a woman. I know, I know my mom. You know your mom. Okay. I know my sister, but like my wife, like I cannot, I can never understand. But that's the, that's the, that's the beauty of marriage. It's a journey, right? Oh, you evolve a, together. A, you learn a, different dynamics. It's a roller coaster. A fun one. It's a journey roller coaster. Ibrahim, a fun one. Up and down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's the blessing of marriage. Yes. Yeah. It comes with a lot of patience yes. for sure. Yeah. I'm hanging in there. Good. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Even me who's been divorced, I still very much believe in marriage and love. I think it's such yeah. an important it thing. It's a, blessing. Share your life with. it's a blessing. It's yeah. a blessing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Okay. We yeah. could be here forever. I yes. could literally keep you, but we I know you're Arabic, a busy guy. We say in Arabic, el, el, el mayin mal, which means this does this uh, uh, discussion does not get tiring. No. Yeah. At all. <laughs> I just know there's someone outside that wants the room. Otherwise, I'm I like, can see them speaking okay, at me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you so much. Thank you. You're such a blessing. Thank you so much. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. Let's talk DXB. Real conversations by real people.